Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Untapped Podcast. My name is Jacob Gable. And my name is Jacob Wardside. Welcome to episode 109 of the Untapped Podcast, guys. If this is your first time joining us for the show, first of all, we are thrilled to have you here with us. And mm-hmm. thank you for joining us. So, guys, we have five main formats of our show. Our first one is 1442, and this is what we actually have for you today. Now, in these episodes, we cover the mental side of our brand. We go over our anecdotal experience with things like mindset and mentality, and then we pass on advice to you guys to then apply to your own lives. Next, we have physical vitality episodes. Now, in these episodes, we really get to showcase our expertise. Mm -hmm. In these episodes, we go over everything to do with the gym, nutrition, fitness, diet, supplements. Sometimes we'll cover things like 75 Hard and other fitness programs like that. And then other times, we will take trending topics or ideas or articles that are going on within the fitness industry. We will cover those and give our thoughts and opinions on them. Beautiful, dude. Great start. By the way, we do have an exciting announcement coming out soon for the physical vitality side of things. So that's very exciting. Yes, we do. But guys, our third format is our breaking news format. The breaking news format is a current event-based format. As we go over current articles, current events going on in the world, we discuss them, give our opinions on them, um, and we do not doom and gloom you the entire time. It's not like, oh, the world's ending. We can't do anything about it. It's not that. We give solutions to those episodes as well. We have a little bit of fun in them just because it's fun to talk about them, and it's Mm -hmm. nerve-wracking sometimes to talk about those topics too. Um, But guys, our fourth format is our Knight's Table format. The Knight's Table format is a masculinity-based format. Now, the idea behind those is to encourage masculinity back into our current world and how important that is. Now, keep in mind, I'm 25, or it's 25, Mitch is 23. Because of that reason, we're not coming to you from the top of the mountain as a man, and we never will be. The only man to ever do that was Jesus Christ. Now, on to our fifth format. The fifth format is our guest format. That is when we sit down with somebody that is an entrepreneur, fitness professional, athlete, doctor, like we had on with Mr. Dr. Wyatt Mormon last episode, someone with a great story, and we bring you guys great information. We learn a lot. You learn a lot. It's a nice little symbiotic relationship. Now, our last thing to introduce is our producer and my brother, Mitchell Gable. Hey, dudes. What's the word? Money, Mitch. Hey, bro. Good, hey. To, good to hang out with you today. So I'm saying, yeah. yeah so we, uh, yeah. we all just got back from a... Uh, a special invite event at the new uh, S2 HQ, which mm-hmm. was a ton of fun. We got got some Chipotle, which they had best part. for us. Very, best very part nice. of the whole thing right there. Best, best part. <laughs> hey, you can't beat free food. Yeah. Can't beat it. Got to listen so to a couple speakers. Uh, yeah. Supposed to be Andy, but I guess he heard that we were going to be there, and he was like, I can't be smaller you know, you know, than those guys. Well, and I, so. I, I can't blame him to a certain point. You know? Sure. Like, definitely, I, I, can't, I can't blame him yeah, at all. I can't all. even keep a straight face. You know me <laughs> either, bro. That dude's huge. <laughs> that dude's massive. I can't even chirp. Yeah. And he's incredible. So, that, right. you know, it helps too. But, but a lot of good information that we yeah. got to got to learn, got to be a part of a huge group, and then we yeah. got to uh, work out in the brand new gym there. Well, and it jogs my ideas for the episode today, too. Absolutely. Funny enough. And, Absolutely. And, and for future episodes, for that matter. Every time we're around a group of people like that, I mean, it's just... It's a great feeling. There's always you know? things to be learned. Yeah, 100%, 100%. I mean, of course, Brock Wilson, Will Bates, like yeah. all, the, all the names that we talk about all the time. Dr. Wyatt. Yeah, Dr. Wyatt, of course. Yeah. Actually, did the workout with us. Yeah, I was going to say, HQ, we got to put through a little, yeah. little athletic I was glad he came over. Workout, I, was, yeah. I was pumped he came over I know. to the workout. I was like, he was jumping then. and running and yeah. doing the movements with us. I mean, it's pretty sweet. Yeah. We all look sick doing the Zercher squats, obviously. Yeah. 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 The inside of our elbows aren't going to look sick tomorrow. No, but I'm already hurting from it. Oh, yeah. 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 Yep. Yeah. Zerger squats, by the way, for those of you don't don't know, on video, you take your hands and basically put a bar on the inside of your elbow, essentially, yeah, and like hold the bar. There. Yeah, the whole idea is just 
lower back, mm-hmm. um, anterior core for that matter as well. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's a great movement. Helps the legs too, but very tough. It's tough. Very, very tough. You have to build up for sure. Yeah. Because the arms were, I mean, we only went up to what, 185? Yeah. I stayed a little bit lower yeah. personally. Yeah. I, I mean, again, if you don't train that, it's one of those movements that, yeah. I would tough. say, I would say that's a pretty high progression of front squats. Because you're loading the weight on the front of your body. Yeah. Um, now, it's certainly different. Like, it certainly has its differences from front mm-hmm. squats. But I would say the the easiest way to kind of imagine the progression there, two zerchers, um, would be, like, from a front squat. Definitely. And, yeah. you know, I, honestly, I prefer zerchers to front squats because the fact that of the wrist flexion on yes. zerchers with barbell – or not zerchers, front squats – but I mean, Brock made a good point at the at the workout today. I mean, I was talking to him about just movements in general, and and he mentioned the fact that he does it obviously with the safety bar, you know, mm-hmm. kind of flipped around me on too. your neck. Like that's so much better. Yeah. Like uh, to me, that's a much better way to do front squats because you can actually load it properly. And, yeah. You right, know, right. instead of having to worry about your wrist going right. back the opposite way. Right. So I just yeah. I love using the safety bar for things. I mean, it's, it's a great. Tool. I, I think yeah. people are scared to use it because they're scared that people are going to judge them for that. But first yeah. of all, it's a heavier bar yeah. than normal. Yep. Most of them are 60, 65, or seventy. So immediately you're doing more weight than the clown next to you, but <laughs> that bitch next to you. But um, <laughs> but there's just so many so many uses for it. Again, like you just said, you can load it quite a bit, uh, whether that's for you know rear foot elevated split squats or you know um, mm-hmm. squats in general. What does Brock call them? The um, Hatfields. Hatfield squats. Yep. Yes, yes. But anyway, a lot of lot of uses for the safety bars, and I really do enjoy using them. Well, I'm, I'm curious. Um, oh boy, here we go. I'm curious to Mitch here um, how it felt. Losing in a in a race, to oh, he got here. dusted. Yeah. all three times. <laughs> that's no worries. I was doing more weight than you. So. Yeah, <laughs> and that's, more depth. See, that's what I was hoping he'd say. Yeah, oh, for sure, for sure. Yeah. But he underestimated me. Little did you know, like your boy Wurtzy can run a little now. He was thinking he was racing two sixty five Wurtz. Right? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <Yeah>. Fucking two sixty five Wurtz wouldn't be at the S two headquarters. Oompa, Oompa Loompa <laughs> running down the turf. I mean, your, your forty had to have been like seven seconds when uh, you were two sixty five. I, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> no idea. Yeah, but um, I did in fact beat Money Mitch mm. in several yep. races. Well, I mean, you, and you had to make up for the weight. And the of course, too. Of course. Yeah, yeah. that's not how it goes. It's like a trade off. You, you know? know, I will say yeah. this: other than goblet squats, that's the first time I've squatted. In a very very long really? time, yeah. Mm. I mostly just do like reverse lunges with kettlebells, yeah. split squats, things like that. Like for me personally, it feels the best for what I'm looking for. Yeah. Um. And I have nothing against back squats, front squats, Hatfield squats, Zercher squats. Um. I just I other than goblet squats, I haven't done that type of a squat in a long yeah. long time. And I mean that's a key that's a key point there yeah. though, too. I mean it's nothing wrong. You no. Know, if if you're like, hey, this isn't a movement. I prefer the reverse lunges. I prefer yeah. this. I prefer that. Yeah. You know, whatever. For you know? my for my situation, my goals, like that's what I like right now. Yeah. You know? Um and like, do I have the strength to go up to that? Sure. But I on a zercher, because I don't practice those a ton, like I gotta keep the form mm-hmm. where it needs to be. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So yeah. Um, and that's uh you not trying to be everyone else. Exactly. Exactly. It just, it just so happens. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Um so yeah, let's let's hop into this fourteen fortitude. Again, like Gable mentioned earlier, this is kind of inspired by something one of the speakers said today. She mm-hmm. um, she was mostly covering social media and things like that. Uh, a lot of great information from for her. sure. The I can't I think Taylor Taylor Frazier. Yep. Yeah, she works at First Form. Mm-hmm. Um, had a lot of really good things to say and and had some different ideas on things that maybe we already thought we knew, you know, which is just always great. But she said a line, and I think this comes from Andy originally, actually mm-hmm. Andy Frisella. Um, but she said a line that was, if you try to be for everyone, you'll be for no one. Yeah. And when you really start to break that down, yeah. it's like, damn, like that's 
very, very true. Whether you're a teacher, whether you're a coach, whether you do social media, um, whether you lead a group of people in some fashion, whether it's a men's group like us or you're leading a team, leading a classroom, leading a weight room, you know, whatever it is, leading a company, it, it just that applies. That applies so much. You know, If you try to be for everyone, you'll be for no one. What does that mean? Yeah. What does that mean? If you try to cater to every single person that you interact with, yeah. that you are leading, that you are coaching, that you are talking to, you're gonna you're gonna be so all over the place with your points, your information, and your ideas that you're not gonna actually be able to connect to anybody. Mm. And then you almost have to remember what you said to each person. Because like, okay, I, I connected with Jacob. Yeah. On this point, and then I connected with Mitch on this point. Then I connected with Will on this one. Wyatt with it, you know. It's just like, yeah, not that you're lying, but you have to remember your connection I mean, with every single you're, person. You're essentially being like, what bullshit did I talk with this person? Yeah, you know, yeah. And like, who? How did I bullshit this person compared to how do I bullshit this person? Right, right. And it's it, it's <laughs> that's not sustainable. Yeah, and, at all. And if you just stick to your beliefs yeah. and your thoughts and the the vibe mm-hmm. that you put out. Then that's just who you are. Yeah. You know, and if, if people jive with it, then they're gonna stay around you. You know, they're gonna yeah. keep coming back. You're gonna build a relationship and then you're just being authentically you. But if you're always switching up your story, switching up your beliefs, switching up your thoughts on things, you're not authentic at all. Absolutely. Not at all. Yeah, and and we see that in the business world right now. Yeah. You know, because those who actually those businesses that actually stand on business, mm-hmm. on their on their values and whatnot, are the ones doing the best right now. Right. The ones that are growing the most. We Absolutely. See the first look at, look at the first one. And okay. S2s. We see even an individual like Ian Smith, mm-hmm. who literally kicked the doors down oh, yeah. at his gym. Yeah. He's like, yeah, I'm opening. And then locked himself in. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm opening. Deal with it. Yeah. You're, yeah. And uh, that's and guess what? How much, how, how much publicity? How much did yeah. he grow? How many people does he get to affect now because mm-hmm. he stood on his values? I didn't know who he was prior to all that. I didn't. Personally. I didn't either. Yeah. You know, um, as far as the bigger names go, like Brad Martin could be another one out in California with his gym, Zoo Culture. Mm-hmm. He literally bought generators, and he's like, no, we're coming in. I'm turning the lights on, and there's nothing you can do about it. Yep. Here's the finger for you. You're going to deal you with know? it. Yeah. No, straight up, you're going to deal with it. Yeah. Just laughing, but it's, it's true. Yeah, yeah, it is it, true. It's true. Yeah. And, and the, reason, the reason we're saying this, guys, is because those people have stood on their beliefs. Now, I, I think I sent you this video, but... Sports Illustrated just came out and said that they are laying off. Oh, as funny as this is, yeah. it's true though. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so once a year they came out with their Sports Illustrated swimsuit edition. Yep. Okay. People look forward to that. <laughs> Guys look forward to it I'm for sorry, obvious I'm reasons. Su- I'm such a fifteen. I mean, year old. hey though, but like, I'm such but like, hey, we're yeah, we're, we're straight dudes. Yes. You yeah, know, like, right, right. I, I'm sorry, I'm gonna look. Yeah. Like it's attractive women right there. <laughs> like I know what you're doing, and like, okay, it's part of their thing. It yeah. always has been. Okay. Yep. Then they introduce their plus size models and all this other stuff. Just like brands like um, Fabletics has done it. Yep. Nike has done it. Gymshark. Gymshark. That was the other one I was looking for. Even Alphalete a little bit, which is just ridiculous Alphalete's to me. a whole other conversation. It is. Yeah, yeah. It is. But those companies have all gone to these plus-size models and trying to You're not a plus-size guy? I used to be. <laughs> Myself, I used to be a plus-size person. Okay. Not even on that scale, though, if we're being honest. No, no, no. no. But... Yeah. And and I get it. You want people to buy your stuff, your products. They you want them to wear it, yes. and and that's fantastic. Yeah. Okay, I get it. You know, we want people to buy our training. We want people to listen to the information we give out on the podcast and on social media. I like I get it from that standpoint. However, 
Oh, Lulu. That's another one. Lulu. Okay. Yeah, because yeah, their CEO stood on it. And exactly. Then they, I think they kicked him out. And then the yeah, board yeah. kicked him out yeah. of Lululemon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And because he, he literally was like, no, like, I'm not trying. I cater to healthy people. Exactly. That's what he said. Exactly. Now, Which is true. Now, when those plus size people or when those out of shape people can then change their life, like, first form, we'll take that person or another speaker at the at the event today. Sorry, I'm kind of rambling, guys. But one of the other speakers at the event today. Mm. Um, Christopher Baltazar. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's what it was. He won yeah. the year-long Transformation Challenge. Res 2. Yep. He lost over 100 pounds. Over 100 pounds. And he said, I didn't know where to go. I walked into an S2, and I asked for help. And then now look at him. Mm. I think he said he was like 37% body fat, and then he got well under 10. It's crazy. Yeah. He was like 330-something pounds. And now he's he maintaining muscle, putting on muscle, cutting yeah. it down again. He's, it, yeah, he's on the recomp phase. Exactly. Yeah. So... He, he saw that he was not in a healthy situation. He changed it, and now look at where he's at. He's up in front of all of us speaking mm. about these things, mm-hmm. about being a healthy individual, about living a healthy lifestyle, all the things that we preach, all the things that companies that we support preach. Yep. You know, And so when you see these companies flipping, and back to my point about Sports Illustrated, is they're laying off all their employees that have to do with the swimsuit side of it, because they're they've lost money on they're it, making no money. Yeah, because they went away from the the yeah. the ideas and the right things that they used to do. Whether or not it's right, whether or not it's moral, whether or right, not it's whether you whatever, agree with, with all these chicks and bikinis yeah, yeah. in a magazine what, or not, it's still just a fact. Whether or not, yeah, their but their business model was that. Yes, is what you're saying. Yes, they and they did not stand on their morals, their beliefs, right. or not morals, I guess, but stand on their beliefs right. or in their business model. They didn't stand on their business model, right? And they took a hit for it. Right. Pretty big hit, sounds because like. Because what's yeah. the primary audience of Sports Illustrated? Just in general, not even the swimsuit. It's men. Dudes. It's men. 99% yeah. of that. Or it, maybe 98. Exactly. Yeah. It's men. And so you're sports, 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 sports all year long. Then you have one special edition that's a swimsuit edition. I mean, who are you catering to? It Men, for sure. And then it gives women also, like the, the video I sent you was, she was saying for herself, like she looked towards that that edition of the magazine as yeah. what she wanted to look like. Well, they were healthy athletes too. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. It wasn't like they were like starving themselves no. on, on the Sports no. Illustrated model. It was like, it was like I'm, I, there's professional athletes on there. Yeah. Just men and women. Right. All, which is kind of cool. Yeah. But uh, again, they work for that. Right. That's the point. Yeah. They work for that. And if you're going to work for your values and you're going to build your value system, staying neutral is just not the way to go. Right. It's, it's, it's just it, because, again, like you said, no matter what, even if you stay neutral, you're going to have people hating. 100%. You're, you're going to. You're going to have people from both sides bro. of whatever the argument is. Bro, I mean, we, we talked about this example of, of, of us here. If you want to talk about staying neutral, this we had a, we had a comment on a post about leg day. Hmm. Is that, I mean, I, what is unneutral about that? Or what's one side or another right. about that? Oh, hit legs. That doesn't seem really controversial to and me. And then the so, guy was like, so legs no matter is what, toxic masculinity. There you go. Like, yeah. What does and, that even mean? Uh, who knows? I don't. I don't think he had many brain cells, but that's a whole other story. But the point is, is that even us on a post that wasn't even controversial, you know, because we have plenty of posts we can post that are controversial from Definitely. our clips, plenty. especially compared to that one. Plenty. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Plenty. So even off of something like that, there's still going to be people bothered right. by it, no matter right. what. Even if you and I never. Talked politics, never discussed the vaccine, never talked COVID, nothing. Right. If we never discussed any of that, we would still have people I mention mean, about something. We had a guy in our comments on TikTok. 
hating on something Matt Adams said <laughs> about like, um, I think it was the one it was about, about winning. About, he was talking about winning and yeah. like building athletes and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was just like, mm-hmm. what? Yep. Like, dude, you got nothing better to do. Yeah. But anyway, getting back to our main points here after that long rambling of a yeah. of whatever that was, but the but it works. The Jacob special. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The us special. Yeah, the 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 world pisses us off. Special, essentially, <laughs> right. yeah, essentially right. what it is. Yeah. So back to the original idea here. If you try to be for everyone, you'll be for no one. Okay. Cool. So how do you how do you fix that? Let's get into it. Yeah. Okay. One, you have to know who you are. Okay. You have to know who you are. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it takes some work to figure out truly who you are. Okay. Along with that, you got to know your story. Mm. You have to know your story. Each each and every single one of us has our own personal story. Sure. Do you and I, do all three of us have plenty of similarities? Without a doubt. Mm-hmm. Without a doubt. However, do we also have a lot of differences? Definitely. Yeah. We're, we're all athletes, but we come from very different sports. Yep. You know, we're all in the weight room, and we're all in the gym very, very consistently. However, really all three of us train in different styles with similarities, but mm-hmm. you're doing a lot of zercher squats right now. I'm not. Okay? So there's, there's differences within the similarities. If that makes sense. I don't even know if that's how that would work. Yeah. But, no, it does. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So know your story for your life, for your fitness journey, your business. I mean, all of it. Know your story and stand to that story. Don't mm-hmm. be ashamed of it. Be proud of it. The good, the bad, the ugly, all of it. Know your story. And with that, with knowing your story, have an understanding and know that there are other people that are going to be able to relate to your mm-hmm. story. Okay. And understand your story because, again... We have a lot of similarities, and there's a lot that we can relate on. There's a lot we can help each other with, but there's things that, and maybe not so much anymore because we're around each other so much and we 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 do so much together. But there are people that will understand what you're going through. They will understand your story, no doubt. They will have ways to help you. You will have ways to help them. You know, there will be there will be learning points from other people because other people have gone through very very similar, if not the exact same things that mm-hmm. you have. Yeah, I mean, even if you're, for example, an accountant. And that's that's been what you're really good at, and that's what you followed and whatnot. Be the best accountant. Yeah. Stick 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 your hat on that. If you're really good in it, hey, I'm. You know, I know numbers really well. Okay. Yeah. Other people can relate to that. Absolutely. Other accountants, other people in finance. There's there's actually a pretty big niche there if you really think about something yeah. like accounting, cybersecurity, like yeah. money. Mitch, cybersecurity, hundred percent. How many people are in computer science, cybersecurity nowadays? How many people can relate to that? Right. Okay. And this then, is how I got to that point. Exactly. You know, I took a boot camp. Or I went to university like Mitch. Mm. Different options there. And then how many people are in the middle of a 100-pound weight loss journey? Yeah. You know, so they can listen to a guy like Chris or any number of people that have lost 100 pounds, that have lost 200 pounds, that have lost 300 pounds. You know, there are always people that can learn from your story. So know your story, know who you are, and understand that people will be able to relate to your story. Love that. That's definitely like... It's the number one thing right there. Yeah. Okay. I, I think that leads us in perfect. I feel the first point there. Yeah. Because what we want to talk about second, guys, is for beginners in finding themselves, mm-hmm. so to speak. This might be young men. This might be somebody that's 35. Who knows? Yeah. This might be somebody that's 40. Whatever. Doesn't matter. Might but be a mom. The, might be. I my, mean, mom, yeah. dad, whatever. Whoever. Yeah. It doesn't matter. This could be anybody that is like, I'm just not sure who I am. Mm-hmm. You know, I got out of this situation, this bad situation now. I'm like, I have no idea where to go. Yeah. I can totally relate to that. Without a doubt. That's where I was in June 20, 2020 when we mm-hmm. reconnected. Absolutely. Like, where the hell am I going? Me too. Yeah, I like fitness. That was about it. Yeah. That was about yeah. it at yeah. that point in time for me. That's all I knew. 
So where do you go as a beginner? Well, you got to ask yourself a few questions here. What what gives you fulfillment? What do you really enjoy doing? Mm-hmm. And this doesn't mean like, oh, I really enjoy going to the movies. Okay, bro. Like, sure. Like, we like we like a good movie here. That's right. not what we mean. Right. It's like, does helping people give me joy? When I am able to help somebody lose weight, does that give me joy? Yeah. When I'm able to complete a successful hack, does that give me joy? A useful skill is what we're talking about here. Yeah. That's a, that's a big point. What gives you fulfillment? What do you feel like? Again, we're going to go through these questions here. What what do you feel like just it feels right when you do it? Yeah. And this isn't like some kind of self-care journey or something like that. No, I'm not no, no, no. doing some cor- – never ever take our stuff like this for Forging 42 as like a corny self-care thing. Like right. go, go on a trip and find yourself. No. No. You don't need to travel to Banff National Forest in British Columbia right. to go find yourself. Right. No. You can find yourself just fine where your feet are at. So we go on the list after that. Define your goals. What do you want in life? Very clearly. Very clearly. Do you want to be wealthy? Okay. Well, what, what does that mean to you? What does wealthy mean to you? Mm-hmm. Do you? Do you want to be a hundred millionaire, billionaire? Do you want to be able to just support your family and then set your kids up well in college, in trade school, whatever the, your kids want to do? Yeah. Is that something you want to do? Um, do you just want to have to worry less about money? Is that your goal Feel of defining goals? Financially yeah. free type thing. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah. We, and we've broken this down in multiple different episodes. You can go back and listen to Forging Forward to, but go down that list. Reverse engineer it. Make it small. Okay, what gets me to the point where I can worry about less money? Mm-hmm. Is it entrepreneurship? Is it a skill, maybe a boot camp or something like that? Is it going to university? Whatever it is. Is it entrepreneurship? Is it entrepreneurship? What, exactly. Go down that list, start to break that down, and then start to chase that from there. Then we go on to knowing your demographic. Mm-hmm. And this is probably... This might be the biggest part of this. Might be. Whole beginning. Might be. And here. it's a little bit complex, too, to a certain degree. Not, not, I'm not particularly, but you get what I mean. Yeah. Knowing your demographic, what does that mean? You know, knowing what's your niche group. Well, I mean, if, again, if you're in training like us, our demographic is often weight loss clients, mm-hmm. or it could be athletes. Yeah. Or it could be people, like in my scenario where I was at, looking to put on weight. Yeah. You know, they start out 170 pounds. A brush of wind could have hit them and broke them in half. Yeah. Essentially, that's where I was at. At six four. At six four. Seventy pounds. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. right. <laughs> to put that, I wasn't right. just. I went five six, one hundred seventy pounds. <laughs> like Mitch. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I swear to God, people think I'm a garden gnome whenever they meet. <laughs> no, me. it's only because you say it. It's because when we were taking the picture <laughs> with with Will and Wyatt and all that. What the hell do you expect, <laughs> Will? <laughs> like, I'm so small, dude. Yeah. Will lo- literally looks like a locomotive on wheels. <laughs> like, I mean. He walks around, and you might as well just make the choo-choo sound as he walk around. <laughs> that is fantastic. A locomotive. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I mean, he, like that. he's no, got to produce at least 5,000 horsepower. I mean, I mean, it's just 100%, unbelievable. 100%. 100%. Yeah, no big deal. That's a former Untapped podcast guest <laughs> that, that got mentioned on Real AF. So I knew you were about to throw that in there. That's, yeah, that's comedy. Know, we, we made him. Yeah, but, but, but again, Mitch, Mitch is over here being 5'8", and you and I are over here single and he's in a successful relationship so move right along so here uh, so <laughs> moving to the next topic so so apparently height doesn't matter at all <laughs> otherwise you and i would be doing just fine at this point in time yeah <laughs> why'd you have, why'd you have to bring that up? i know I, i'm you're crying over there i'm crying right now too i mean but, oh that's just sorry guys uncalled for to the maximum level right there i'm never gonna find love jerk <laughs> Hey, you'll always have me. Oh. <laughs> it's like okay. Brokeback okay. Mountain. <laughs> oh, 
Okay. <laughs> Definitely on that note, moving right along here. <laughs> um, but after, after finding your demographic, okay, what does that mean? Again, this, like I said, for if you're a trainer, this is a pretty obvious one. Finding athletes, weight gain clients, weight loss clients. Cool. Moving right on from there. An example of that, just quick, Go ahead. real quick, yeah. finding the demographic. Going back to the um, girl that was speaking today at the event, she, I think she said she was 29, about to be 30, whatever. But her, her demographic, her target audience, what she tries to mm. um, relate to and help is girls in their young 20s. She was like, I'm just a few years ahead of them in the journey, so I could very easily relate to what they're feeling, what yeah. they're going through, what they want, you know, the struggles that they have, things like that. So that's just an example of how how she found her target audience. Yeah. You know? So Yeah, no, that's great. I mean would, and that's part of the reason I'm sorry. No, you're good. That's part of the reason we look towards athletes because we have that mindset, you know, and, and we also can look back on our athletic journeys and see where we fell short. Mentally and physically, mm. and now we can do everything that we can possibly do on our half of that scenario, and helping them yeah. to to get through those things, or e yeah. maybe even just completely avoid them altogether. And all they have to do is meet us halfway. Well, and again, another another example of what would relate to us as well is training young, busy professionals as well. Sure. You know what I mean? Like people that people that are even our age sometimes mm. that are still very busy lives, very high oh, yeah. uh, hyperactive lives, so to speak. Um, and that relates to people even going into the 30s and 40s for us as mm -hmm. well, because we feel like we can relate really well to those people that feel like, I don't really have that much time. Yeah. Okay, we'll find you the time. We'll help you find that time. We also surround ourselves with people in those age ranges, too. Exactly. You know, JT, exactly. He, he's just old. JT is about 53. Right, right. Yep. Thousand. You know, we called him King Tut, so. <laughs> you know, but but Shit. guys like guys <laughs> like JT, uh, all jokes aside, guys yes. like JT, Connor, yep. um, both guests, Will, Jeff Lavecchio, Brock Wilson, Wyatt, all of these guys, and I'm sure there's other ones I'm forgetting, Matt, you know, who we just had on. Yep. Um, you know, we surround ourselves with these guys that are, you know, maybe 10 plus years ahead of us in the journey within the same space, and we learn from them. Yeah. Learn from them directly. And we, we find ways we can help them out, too. Absolutely. Yeah, it's huge. not just a take, yeah, take, yeah, take, yeah. take, take. Well, and I think that's, that's, a, that's a good thing there because, again, so – Demographic-wise, again, if you're in something like an accounting or a um, cybersecurity, you can find a similar thing. Yeah. Do you want to work with large companies and help them with their cybersecurity? Mm -hmm. That's a good example. Um, do you want to work individually, one-on-one -on -one with people mm -hmm. with their cybersecurity? Maybe they're a CEO. They need that help. Yeah, sure. Or you know, in the case of accounting, you could use the same logic as we use used. Do I want to work with 20-year-olds who really don't understand much about finance and whatnot? Do I want to help them yeah. get financially literate? Or do I want to work with Fortune 500s. Yeah, exactly. You know? Or somebody who's six years old and looking to retire, and I want to help them or that. with their finances. Yeah. Boom. There's your niches. There's yeah. your demographic. Cool. Start to carve that out. Yeah. Then we go to the next point, number four, out of that second point, mm -hmm. is don't try to be exactly like somebody else because mm -hmm. you're never going to be exactly like somebody done. else. It's already been done, like you've said in the last point. What was, what was the clip I posted of you? It was... That life's already been living, or they already lived that life, and they, it's already been done. Yeah, because that's like, their life. It, it was, yeah, it was like don't yep, try one, to be one, exactly someone else because yep. they've already done it. Yep, one hundred seven. But you can yep. learn from them, and yes. you should learn from them. Yes, yeah. And it does. It doesn't mean that you can't take little tidbits and whatnot, and we'll get into that later in a second. Right. But the point is, is that you are an individual human being. Mm -hmm. You you were made in the image of God as an individual human being. Mm -hmm. That's a big deal. That's a really cool thing. So that means you have skills you can give in different ways than somebody else might. Absolutely. Boom. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. So here we go. Last one out of that one. You're not scared. 
to try new things, ideas, that type of stuff. Learn. Right. This is beginner again. Right. This this is early in that journey mm-hmm. of you know again, don't try to please everyone. This is early in that journey. So there's going to be different avenues in your field. Okay. You cool. You narrowed it down to accounting, cybersecurity, or fitness. Cool. In one in you know one of those three, you picked one of those three. Now you work into the point where it's like okay is rotational training what I like to do? Do I want to throw that in, that in for a lot of my clients? Okay, cool. If you're in fitness, that's awesome. Interesting. Or, you know, do I want to keep my mind open and consider that barbell back squat can still be used? Do I want to consider that barbell deadlift and barbell bench can still be used, but they don't have to be the exact staple they might have mm-hmm. used they might have used to have been sure. for hypertrophy, so to speak. You know, that's an option too. You know, if you're in accounting or cybersecurity, don't be afraid to try the newest technologies coming out. That's yeah, gonna be a big one. Software to assist you. Like I, I don't mean use AI and then lose your job to AI essentially, because that's something that's concerning. Well, I mean, for sure. I mean, on that note, like Mitch, yeah. what, what do you what do you think? What do you think on that? You can as augment as, yourself. Do what? You can augment yourself with those kind of technologies, but you can. In what ways? Um, you can use it to maybe review a block of code you wrote to maybe kind of suggest different ideas, because really, AI is just kind of built on just human instructions yeah so mm-hmm. a lot of the times a lot of people will build out code review ai kind of chat bots and it's built on maybe this person's coding style who yeah. will code differently than you and you might have a way to have another person's input on how they code because yeah. everyone codes differently just like everyone trains differently everyone's sure. going to have a different Very way nice. of coding well and you could learn things like sql if you don't already know that mm-hmm. you could learn things like r right isn't that another one mm-hmm. kind of similar to sql yeah, those I don't, are I don't know the ins and outs of it. Data but. analytics and stuff like that. So right. yeah, you could break out into there's more niche fields in cybersecurity like yeah. uh you have threat hunting, you could be on the red team or the blue t- team so you could either be attacking people or defending. Yeah, it's cool. Um, yeah, Navy yeah. SEALs over here. You could go in the military to mm. do a, a lot of my, uh so I work for a private company, but a lot of them come from a military background in yeah. terms of security. A lot of them built out um SOC teams for JSOC guys, so security operations centers oh, for yeah. JSOC. And, wow. Um, they would go and fly into, say, a hot zone and build out the network there because, right, you have to have a network to communicate. You have sure. to communicate yeah. to all the tanks and planes and stuff like that. So we have guys Make like sure it's that. Secure. So yeah. we have guys like that who would fly into this zone and build out that network in, you know, a week. It's pretty and have sweet, it up and running. Yeah, it is. So, like, yeah, yeah. You, you can go private sector. You can go military. It's just you have you a lot You can go drones? Yeah, because I want to sit in a box and <laughs> go ahead and shoot. And shoot innocent civilians. Yeah. yeah. Abu, like our military. Abu Akbar. Abu Baghdadi. <laughs> yeah, because I want to go do that. Shane Gillis. Well, if you haven't watched that, guys, by the way, Shane Gillis and doing a Trump impression on funniest thing you'll ever it's see. Hilarious. It's hilarious. Yeah. It's so funny. Yeah. But that kind of covers our beginning aspect of it. And I, Mitch just gave a great breakdown. But yeah. I want to kind of have closing thoughts on that. Well, well and I, yeah. I have kind of a personal note as far as the the, you know, don't try to be someone slash something you're not. However, don't be scared to try new things, ideas, methods. Like on that last point there, for me personally, it's content. Mm. You know, um, we follow a lot of the similar, you know, bigger content creators like, you know, Anymorph, mm-hmm. um, David Torino, Anthony Pershon. Yeah. Yeah. Wade. I figured out it's, it's Pershon. Pershon. It. Yeah. It's kind of sick. Uh, mm. He's one. Wadey Davey is uh, the guy's username, Wade Dave. Um, oh, is his last, is his last name Davey? Wade Davey? Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. tough. But, cool. um, you know, those are just some. Dame McBeth is another one. I know I'm probably naming people you guys have no idea. If you if you don't know who those people are, go look them up on yeah, Instagram. Yeah, great content as well. Sick yeah. content. Mostly fitness related. Um, also, like, productivity. You know, Lifestyle. Like that. Lifestyle, yeah. yeah. 
And the more and more I started to see their stuff, I was like, you know what? Like, I I enjoy watching this. You know, I enjoy seeing a new video from any one of those guys. Kevin Ramirez is another one I could remember. Um, so I was like, I want to I want to do that. You know, I want to start trying to do that. And so I went out and I learned new skills, like using Adobe Premiere Pro, which you're as well doing now, mm-hmm. and and um, you know, started producing my own content like that, still putting my spin on it and not doing exactly the same thing that those guys are doing because they already have their audience, you know, and and I don't want to just become another one of those. You know, something that's becoming more and more popular is drone shots for for content. And mm-hmm. I mean, to both of you, I've been talking a lot. It's like, I'm gonna get a drone. Like I'm gonna get one that I can I can use successfully for this type of content mm-hmm. because that that unlocks a whole new level for Merry Mondays. For normal content, men's for nights. pictures, for vlogs, for men's nights. I mean, it, it unlocks a whole new level for my content and for our content, you know? So mm-hmm. it's like, why why would I not continue to try to learn new ideas, methods, things like that, you know? So in, in skills, obviously, would fit in that as well. So, you know, I have something that is very much my own with my Merry Mondays. Mm-hmm. We got, I think it's 133 coming up this week um, when this episode is live. I believe it's 133. Uh, sometimes I get lost in my own numbers. Wild. is not good. <laughs> no, it's, it's wild, though. It's awesome. Um, so, you know, that is very much my thing, you know, and, and it's been extremely consistent, and even those have evolved a ton. And then for my other content, I will see ideas from other people, and I will come up with my own way to showcase that. You know, I'll go out in the snow. To get content, you know, I'll freeze my ass off and yep. my hands will literally be frozen. But to me, like it's worth it yeah, because like then I can it. produce something cool. It's same as same as that being outside walking in it. Yeah, exactly. Same, th- same thing. Exactly. Yeah. This yes. is just another form of work. Yes. Outside of a outside of a weighted vest walk, not a ruck. Sorry, Connor. Almost had that slip there. My bad. Dude. It's a ruck. <laughs> he doesn't know anything. Connor's never been in the military. No. He, that was a fake story he told Ooh, sold you guys. I can, the, uh, season I three, can episode carry 13. 150 <laughs> pounds on my back. Wow, cool. How's your back feel? Huh? <laughs> Poor anyway, Connor. that's just a, a personal example that, yeah. that would fit for yeah. myself here. Yeah. Cool. So let's go third point here. Yeah. Third and final point to discuss. Mm-hmm. A few things we have written out for you guys in the intermediate stage, we like to call it. Yeah. Because we feel like we're in that intermediate stage. Yeah, without a doubt. Three, three and a half years in, in total. Built a lot of really cool things so far, mm-hmm. like excitingly, and new things, like I mentioned, with the physical vitality stuff coming yeah, out. Yeah. Super exciting for us. And we feel like we're really starting to narrow things down, mm-hmm. starting to really become clear in our vision. Right? Very much so. So, we're, and again, like I said, we're not coming to 20 years in business here. You know, So I'm not talking to you guys that are 20 years in business. No, no, no. I mean, you guys can probably gain great lessons. We can gain, gain great things from you, but that's not our target audience here. Because yeah, that wouldn't right. be fair of us to talk about that. No, no. So... um. For those of you in the intermediate stage, so to speak, um, a good example of that is make sure you bring value in some form of the way. You know, make make sure that your content isn't just you attacking other people, like what was going on or, or pandering to other people, like what Will had in some of his content we were talking to him about sure. as well. And this and this lady basically pandering to black men, yeah, which is super weird, by the way. Um, that's a whole other. It story. is very weird. Be yeah. very odd, but. Make sure your content is not just arguing with other people. And that's the whole thing. If yeah. you're on social media, make sure you're not using cybersecurity to, you know, do anything other than take down the government. Uh, whoa. Did you, did that was you crazy. Did you mean to say that, dude? Maybe it's the hat. The it, hat it made was, you say it. It was the hat. Okay. Yeah. yeah. 
Uh, oh, no, I, love, I, love, I love the government. Uh, uh, oh, I hate, no, I hate the government. <laughs> but the, the point here is, um, if you're in cybersecurity, you know, obviously don't be robbing people of their money with yeah. it because I, I'm assuming it'd be pretty easy. You know, with a yeah. lot of, with a lot of cybersecurity skills these that days, or you know, doing weird shit with black market and like porn and kids. Like, there you go, stuff like that. Yeah, 100%. very immoral, dark stuff. Yes, yes, yes. Use it, use it. Make sure you're bringing value in the way of you're helping people. Use it for good. You're helping yeah. them with their firewalls and their protection and whatnot. Obviously, I'm speaking in very layman's terms because I don't understand it, <laughs> other than having a brother that does it. Yeah. Um, I think take down the government's the the perfect way to say it. That's a that's a that's definitely a bring value yeah. one. Or when sure. you talk about bringing down the government. Have someone that can protect you from them not taking your podcast. Yeah, okay. definitely, definitely you go. need the glasses. Yep. Yeah, go to YouTube. Go to YouTube. Yep, yep. YouTube. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm mean, again. Yep, have have some help there. Awesome, that's great value to bring. Have protecting somebody's podcast. You know, it's <laughs> any particular podcast. I'm not sure what we're talking about sure, here, but sure. yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but again, that's a good example of bringing value is helping people have secure finances. Um, secure information, that type of stuff, whether it's companies, whether it's people, that's awesome. Right. That's right. great stuff because that's important stuff in how a company runs or protecting somebody's individual information. That's awesome. Yeah. So that's bringing value in a cybersecurity way. Accounting, obviously, that one should be pretty clear. Mm-hmm. Make sure you're helping your clients, not only, obviously not financial advising, but in the way of like helping protect their money, yeah. helping their money earn and gain and showing them the right path to take that type of stuff. It's providing value. Yeah, and then, yeah. you know, in our case, it's making sure people get results. Yeah. It's the biggest thing. M- making sure we bring valuable content on this as well. Bringing valuable content on, our on own. this. Bringing valuable yeah. knowledge and game plans to our clients. Yep. Things like that. Bringing valuable information on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, you know, whatever. Um, you know, it's just, it, it's pretty simple. It, it really is. The ba- bringing value part isn't that hard. I mean. It, it shouldn't be. You know, but and, and which, which yeah. as you say that, actually, that kind of goes into our, our next point on this one is don't just... Don't I don't know how I want to word this here. Um, you should copy what works, but it's more like copy. Yes. Yep. In what in works. quotations, we're adding the yeah. co- with, around the copy what it, works exactly because there is the aspect of if it's not broke, don't fix it. Absolutely. You know, the wheel's been around for hundreds, if not thousands, of years right. now. Pretty right. Cool. That's and, obviously a good example. And you know, when we were talking before we started recording, just you know, talking about our ideas for this this episode and whatnot, it's like okay, if we if we just sat here and said the exact same things that Andy Frisella says about current events or about business or whatever, one, our cred- credibility goes down. Two, people would be like, why would I listen to these guys who haven't done a ton yet? They've done some good things, and they're, they're, they're very much so headed in the right direction. But why would I listen to them when I can listen to someone that's very established, you know, both in the, the political realm Fair. and the business realm, you know, things like that. Um, you know, that obviously being Andy. Or... If we tried to copy and paste Rock Wilson's programs for his clients, it's not going to work out too well. You're also a scumbag if you do that too. Yeah, well, exactly. Yeah. And yeah. now, granted, you're also a scumbag if you think you invented fitness, because there's a lot of coaches out there that think they're the ones that came up with fitness. Like, was, bro, you didn't, inv- yeah. you didn't invent the back squat. I was going to tell you right now, you didn't invent the dumbbell curl. Uh-huh. You know, like you didn't do that. You took that from someone else, just like we did. That's why I always, I always like the ones that I do. Like see somebody else doing. I always like my informational reels. Mm-hmm. And when I do, I always say like, "Hey, I saw Wyatt doing this. I saw Brock yeah. doing this, and whatnot. I saw Jeff doing this." Yeah. I always mention that just because it feels right, and then I can add my own spin on that movement too. It, exactly. You know, you know, you might have a different cue that works better for someone than what Sorry. one of those guys does, or or even 
different than what I would say. Might, maybe. Ha- might have a different take on the usefulness of it. Yeah, and exactly. where to apply it in right. training and whatnot right. too. Because like with, with the athletes I currently train, when we're doing rotational work with you know like a med ball or something, you know like a lateral med ball toss up against the wall, the way I can get them to understand how it should feel, how it should look, is like, okay, when you are swinging a bat, this is the exact same motion. Your hips have to get here. Your back knee has to get here. Your back mm. foot has to get here. Your front side, blah, 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 blah. So you relate it to that person. If you were working with baseball players, you may not you may not come up with that way to cue it, to relate to them. Now, you still might have cues that work very well, but you might not be able to relate it to a baseball player just like I may not be able to relate it to a hockey player. Sure. Even though, as we've talked, there are a lot of similarities yeah, our sports in hockey are, moves and yeah, baseball moves. Yeah, um, Plenty of differences. So it's also fun to train athletes outside your sport, too. Yeah, you know, definitely. Because yeah. you can dominate your sport. Like yeah. you can dominate sure. training your sport because you know why you're doing it. You know why you have them doing it. All of those the things. The application okay? looks like that type of stuff. Yes. Yeah. But if we're if we're working with football players, that also causes us to have to learn and become better coaches so that mm-hmm. we can be better for them. Yep. You know. And then put them on the field. We stiff arm them. Show them. Of course. Show, show them that. You know, baseball and hockey athletes are better. Uh, obviously, and then, yeah, and then that'll teach them a lesson. Yeah, we we Oklahoma them and we win every time. We go ten for ten, you know, and, and ten so. for ten. It's like eight year olds. Yeah, it's like guys, come on, come on. Like, let's think this through like, here. Yeah, yeah, you you suck. <laughs> Don't you um, hate? But I mean, dude, I like the copy what works point is interesting because mm-hmm. there's also the aspect of like, for example, one one thing that we've seen that works is like the 15 and 30 minute call format for one-on-one training, setting that up mm-hmm. and that we've seen that with multiple other trainers. Oh yeah. Then we just put our own spin on it. Absolutely. Why not? So we keep the same 15 and 30 minutes. First call is 15 minutes. Always get introduction. Then 30 minutes after that mm-hmm. is our big information kind gathering break session, yep. break it down for them, yep. that type of stuff. So it, I like the copying stuff because there is, there is an aspect to that. Absolutely. You know, finance has always been around. Accounting is a really common thing. Um, when it comes to training, really common things that work are online training, but not too many clients. Right. You know, you don't you don't want to get in the point where you have a hundred clients and then you they don't get any attention at all. Right. Especially mm-hmm. online personal training. Exactly. One on one. I'm speaking of. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Now I'm talking about a subscription program that's obviously different. Sure. Because you can have like the Facebook groups and whatnot and stuff yeah. like that. That adds a lot of value too. Sounds like some uh, training I've heard about. Yeah, that's interesting. Could be something we were hinting at earlier in the episode yeah. before, but you right. know. Who knows? Well, we'll just see. Um, but yeah, like the copy what works point is interesting too because, like you said, we we literally earlier earlier we um, talked about um, you know don't try to be someone else. Yeah. But then we talked about a copy what works. So it's like okay, guys, you know it might sound a little confusing. Yeah. And again, the, consider that the copy what works is in the intermediate stage too. Yes. You know, like like we said, we're taking things and using them that have already been in play for online training right. and on even when we do one on one and have fun with that and stuff like that, or in person with athletes and all that stuff. We keep mm-hmm. we keep things not too complicated. Yeah. You know, we don't we don't want to be the newest guy to come up with landmine internal and external rotation to uh, hip abduction and like all this stuff. See, like yeah, again, just crazy trying to invent fitness, like Ward yeah, said. Yeah, like right. that's such a good point. Like I. People who people trainers who try to invent fit, reinvent fitness is just pisses me off. Yeah, it's not that complex. And and there's certainly things that can be made better. You know, there could be sure. more efficient machines for uh, for a big gym. Mm. Okay, there could be a more efficient way to to do pogo jumps or more efficient ways to get better hips, things like that. Okay, without a doubt, like we can certainly progress things. But just because you have ninety ninety hinges 
in your in your warm up doesn't mean you invented that. You know, like and I'm not I'm not join my program, you get the ninety ninety hinges. Yeah. Wow, dude. You and you and eight hundred thousand other trainers. Right. Right. Exactly. <laughs> and it's very important. Yeah. Hip, hip yeah, mobility, yeah. just like Dr. Wyatt talked about. And it, you know, that's right now that's a very popular thing, especially on, on fitness social media. And I don't I don't hate it by any means. Sure. But the people that try to come from this like high horse, like you know, look at the look at the hip mobility routine I came up with. Yeah. Okay, you did put it together, but you took this movement from that person. You took that yeah. movement from that person, along with eight other yeah. people. Okay, so that's yep. great. That's great because we're all kind of doing that. But just it's like their tone is oh, what yeah, is what dude. bothers me yeah, about yeah, yeah. it. Yeah, you know. That's why I try to be funny in mine because I'm, I'm I'm like it's not that serious, bro. Yeah, you know what right. I mean. Like, right. You just, trying to put out good information. Just, that's that. Just because you're five three, 130 pounds, and you're a dude, and you can move around like like you're you're a ballerina or whatever, and you're flexible. Okay, bro, sick. I, I would also pick is you up that, one hand and smash you on the ground. Is that the so, type like, of dude you're watching? <laughs> no, I just there was an example that popped in my head. I don't remember his exact Instagram name, but that that was the type of dude. Like this dude just naturally had great flexibility and hip mobility and whatnot. But just because somebody can't go into the range of motion, he can, doesn't mean that your hip mobility is trash or your flexibility right. is trash all around and whatnot. Right. Your stability is off. Like, yeah. Not how it works. Right. Like again, bro. There's other aspects to fitness. Like hey, you're you're essentially a liability. Like you weigh 130 pounds and must have been watching me. <sighs> You're five three now. We just was dropped your a, height. Was that a roast of yourself? Yeah, it was. <laughs> he did what I did with Wyatt and got it out of the way. Can, can you ride roller coasters? <laughs> wow, <laughs> that's been a minute since I heard that one. <laughs> Knee slapper words. <laughs> that's what Mitch is over there right now. Just pissed. <laughs> <laughs> That just tan, well, temper tantrum. He can be angry while we go have fun at Six Flags. And- what, oh. is, what is 52 inches? How tall is that? Uh, it's like five, four? Uh, yeah. Yes. No, Damn. no, that's four, four. Oh, okay. Four, four. Yeah, yeah. Math. Yep. 48 inches, four, four, yeah. four, four foot six. plus four. Yeah, four, four, four. So, I, I mean, you know, I can I can ride at least. 12 times four. Yep, 48. 48. So 52 is four plus four. Oh, I thought you said yeah. 54. Yeah. No, because aren't most roller coasters like 52 inches? I have no idea. Standard? Let's, let, yeah, we just, we're, we're, we're rambling too much that, now. Yeah. Toss that out the window. Sorry, sorry, <laughs> listeners. Ooh, man. But I, the point is here is getting, getting back to everything is again, you're not going to be the newest reinvention guy right. in any field accounting, cybersecurity, fitness, whatever. And again, it just annoys us more because we're trainers. So it yeah. pisses us off when we get on a tangent and whatnot naturally. But Again, you're you're not the you're not some kind of uh, demigod just because you invent a new form of cybersecurity techniques or whatever, sure. or accounting or fitness techniques or whatever. Because again, as we mentioned, fitness like it could just be dog shit, or in the case of AI, it could just take over the world like it's probably going to eventually. Yeah. And you, but you think it's a good thing because you're a nerd, right? Um, but you know, going on to the last thing of this third point is making adjustments when necessary. And you know, what does that mean? What does that meant for us individually? Um, I think a good example of that was adjusting literally along the way, how we filmed our content, mm-hmm. you know, adju- uh, how for, we continue to, how we continue to yeah. film our content. You know, a lot of, like, for example, a lot of the times, you know, one thing I, I had trouble with filming at first and I was just horrible at filming at first in general, um, was that when I'd film you, I'd have too much 
of the ceiling in the shot, essentially. Mm. Like, it wasn't, I mean, I guess it wasn't essentially egregious, but it was a point where, like, it didn't, it looked like crap. Yeah. So we had to make adjustments to where I, my filming came down. We were, like, in that square, which sounds simple, sounds really stupid, but it's a good example of it's, that. It's attention to detail. Yeah. It's the biggest thing. You yeah. Know? Like, it takes us a long time to set up all these cameras, guys, yeah. to set up all these lights and, and things like that because it's, it's attention to detail. Exactly. You know, and can we edit things? And, of course, yeah, but if you can just get it right from the beginning... Saves Why us a lot not of do time. that? You know, yeah. so it, it's the biggest thing with that is attention to detail. Yeah, for sure, for yeah. sure. Yeah, and th- and those adjustments when necessary also s- tend to save us time in the long run as yeah. well. Yeah, because again, as we've talked about, when we do end up hiring people for you know editing aspects or like you know taking editing off our shoulders in certain ways, then that also is something we understand. We mm-hmm. understand that aspect of the business still and whatnot. So we've yeah. we've done it as well. So we're not just preaching to some un you know choir that doesn't hear us at all because they're like, oh, this is how you, I'm, we're, we're trying to tell an editor how to edit. We don't know how to edit. Right. We've never used Premiere Pro before. Right. It'd be stupid. Right. You know? So. And then we have a vision for it as well. Exactly. And that's like when that time comes, it, when, I was going to say if, because like I love doing that. I know you're starting to fall sure. in love with it too. But when that time comes, you know, that's why the people that are going to be doing that for us are going to have to see our vision for it. Mm-hmm. You know? Like it, it's as simple as that. You know? Um, Colin Clough, who who owns VFS, like he, he'll he'll come to me and he's like, hey, what are your ideas here? Because I, he knows that I can see his vision for mm. things. You know what I mean? And yeah. and it may not be the exact same vision, but I at least can can get into his head in different ways and be like, yeah, actually, I see exactly what you're talking about with this or with that or you know, I think this piece of clothing or this type of clothing or whatever might do better than that one. And so we can have a discussion like that. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. and so that's just another example of of that and. I also think you'll know it's time to make an adjustment when it continually isn't working. You know, if you keep beating that dead horse yep. and nothing's changing. Or trying to, you know, put in a screw with a hammer. Uh, right. Like we've talked right. about in past episodes as well. It, exactly. Yeah. You know, that's when you'll have your indication that, okay, I have to change something. You know, I got to make an adjustment here. I got to go a different way. And so if that is being shown to you continually, like don't ignore that. Don't ignore that. If you continue to post on social media and you get 23 views consistently, consistent, and you have, you know, 700 followers, okay, clearly an adjustment is needed here. Yep. You know, maybe you need to try out some new hashtags. It could be as simple as that, you know. Yep. The the girl today said it's not going to make or break your content. I I agree and I disagree to a certain point because I've seen success with it, but I've also seen sometimes where – Maybe it didn't really. It matter, didn't make much of a you know? difference. Yeah, so yeah, sure. I don't. I don't think anyone really knows with hashtags. That's why I just I max it out because why not? Yeah, it's funny because those of you that are on social media as well. I mean, Murph. Murph's a great follow. The Daily Murph mm-hmm. on Instagram because he literally talked about that exact thing. He's like, mm-hmm. Instagram. We're pretty sure changes up their algorithm every two days. It, it seems like it. Yeah, yeah essentially that. Yeah. I, I'm pretty sure their people are literally tweaking it every single chance they get. Sure. So. It really consistency is the number one thing with that it, exactly than anything else because I mean I again I've even now I've seen after three months success of getting into thousands of views on my videos and whatnot mm-hmm. which is kind of cool um, and more interactions like that and even with the podcast we're starting to get more and more views on there too absolutely um, helps with you guys sharing the show um, that's a big uh, deal especially the last one what do you know it took off because people shared still, the show still taking S- off. still buzzing yeah, yeah which yeah. is awesome um, can't thank wide enough for that but um, but yeah I mean like it's the adjustment thing is is basically increasing efficiency because yeah. like if you're like again 
like I said, with the hammer, with the screw. I mean, you're going to get the screw in eventually, but it's going to take probably 30 minutes longer than it would with the nail, which in that case is a small example. Or a screwdriver. With a screwdriver. Um, so it, it's just things like that. Like, you know, could our growth have been decent, I guess, if we just had one camera angle? Maybe. Sure. You know, if we kept providing enough content over and over, but it probably would take in five more years. Yeah. Or, or a, maybe even a better example with the one mic in between us. You know, like, oh, that's a great example. You know, like, yeah. Could could we yeah. have had, you know, bigger people like Dr. Wyatt? Not physically bigger, but I just mean like more well-known people like a Dr. Wyatt, like a Matt Adams, like a Jeff Lavecchio. Like, could we could we have gone to Jeff's home gym with one mic and successfully pulled that off? Maybe. But how sure, much yeah. better is it going to be if we upgrade our equipment and have you know individual mics and we have multiple cameras and 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 then we can bring that type of a piece of content to you guys. Yes. Exactly. 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 You know, every time we bring a guest to here to our studio, they always freak out about it because like it looks good. Home, it looks home professional. Base. You know? HQ baby. They see their yeah. own they see their own chair with their own mic. They see ours, they see all the lights, they see all the cameras, they see Mitch's big uh producer over here or um roadcaster. Uh ro- the roadcaster, yeah. You know, so all of these things that it's like, oh wow, these aren't it's not just a couple guys in a basement talking, you know? Yeah. It like it looks pretty badass. Yeah, it does. You know? Untapped HQ. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. You know, and and we're gonna have a building sixteen times first forms HQ, you know? Like it, <laughs> sixteen times bigger, I should say. Yeah, first form. Yeah. We'll show you. Yeah. It's gonna be like totally competing with you guys. It'd yeah. be like a hundred million square feet or something <laughs> like that. If we're talking math, yeah. yeah. It probably actually would be, which is insane. The damn Amazon warehouse. Yeah. Well, right. I think pretty first forms are might be as big or bigger than Amazon's it right is, now. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, they're next door. I'm pretty sure it's um, wild. Yeah, yeah, which is wild. But Am- uh, Amazon's also a globalist fruity company, so that's a whole other conversation. True. They definitely know? go to the and fruit first cake forms festival. based. So <laughs> yeah, the fruitcake festival, yeah, <laughs> little <laughs> a little farmers market. <laughs> yeah, farmers markets are cool. They are good meat, good vegetables, good fruits there. I, I'm serious. It's good stuff. <laughs> no, they are. It's just funny. Just, the fruitcake <laughs> festival, like it's a little different. Roll farmers markets? Question mark. Roll farmers huge, markets. huge farmers markets advocates. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> Local food. Yes. So anyway, to recap the intermediate, make sure to bring value. Copy what works. Copy again. Quotations yep. there. Quotations. Copy what works, and make adjustments when necessary. It's the biggest things there. Yeah. We are in the midst of doing all of those things. Honestly, like real talk, we're probably somewhere in between the beginner and intermediate yeah. in yeah, different yeah. in different aspects of our of our business, of our lives, of our content. You know, whether that's individually or together. You know, we're we're probably realistically somewhere. You know, we're not completely green beginners, but we also aren't. You know, these great you know Mongols of or moguls. Moguls, yeah, moguls. yeah. Mo- <laughs> Mongols. <laughs> we're, we're not moguls of English either. I, I, I mean, <laughs> Mongols would be kind of cool. They had a great empire, you know? Uh, so technically, it works for us. You know, Damn Mongols, it. we have a huge empire. Yeah. Damn it. Yeah. I'm going back. Shit. <laughs> I'm going to go take a college English class. Just, that's it? Yeah. Three credits? Yeah. <laughs> I just go. And that'll be $900. Okay, never mind. That's And that's cheap. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. a cheap option. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> we are not moguls. Of social media, yes. of business, of podcasting. However, we are on our way. Yep. We are on our way. 100%. So, anyway, guys, that's going to be the main content here, the main portion of the episode. Now, it's been a couple episodes, but at the end of most, 
of our episodes that are not guest episodes. Money Mitch will ask us a Q&A question that is brought to you guys, the viewers or the listeners. Those can be submitted a few different ways. So first and probably our number one choice of how you send these to us is DM them to us on Instagram at untapped.llp. Okay, you can DM them to us there. You can DM them to us individually as well. You can email them to us extrications at gmail.com. I know it's a mouthful. That's why there's an email button in our Instagram bio. Makes it very, very easy. Mm-hmm. Two other ways here. You can leave them in the comments on our Instagram posts. We typically post anywhere from three to five clips for each episode throughout the week of our newest episode. Uh, we post them on Instagram and TikTok, actually. Mm-hmm. So you can leave them in the comments there or leave them in the comments on our YouTube channel. If you are not subscribed already, please go to our YouTube channel like, comment, subscribe, hit the big three there, okay? Boom. So we get all the questions. We give them to Money Mitch. He then chooses one that either fits right into the episode or sometimes they're funny or just a question that one of you listeners or viewers has. So without further ado, Money Mitch. How to create impact, not just noise, but like actual positive, actionable impact. So you're not just blasting out stuff nonstop all day long. And that's, quote-unquote, impacting people. But mm-hmm. how do we make content, do stuff in life that creates actionable impact that will change society? Yeah, I like that. That's a great question. Um, you know, I think I think a good example, close to home for us, and I I mean, I love bringing him up, Will Bates. A um, good example of that is that he will be inspired. The charity does great work for veterans, law enforcement, mm-hmm. giving them free gym memberships. Um and at the same time, you know, he speaks on political or current event issues. You mm-hmm. know, it's, and sometimes that can be, you know, clickbaity and whatnot. But Will does a great job of breaking it down and I think giving a clear, logical perspective on it, especially yeah. from a black man. Yeah. You know, that's a big deal. Um, and that's a great example of that. Um, you know, I, a great example for us is creating impact is those breaking news episodes we do and whatnot. You know, we, again, we don't, we don't come on here and just, like oh look at this and that's it right and again when the time comes that we're so big that we're getting offers from shitty companies that don't hold our values and whatnot that try to dictate what we say about that we will not accept those offers right so that's another good example that on our end Uh, as far as that goes really any of our episodes like that's that's why we started the podcast exactly it wasn't you know just to say we have a podcast it wasn't just to have anybody on or anything like that like we, and we and the people we do have on, we don't have them on just to say we did. You know, we didn't bring Matt Adams on to say we had a big leaguer on. No. Yeah. If if you we, listen to his episode, it was unbelievable. It was phenomenal. That's why yeah. we had him on. Exactly. And the you value know, he brought. I've gotten to know him over the past year. You've gotten to know him here very recently, and and you quickly found out, as did I. It's like this guy is actually just a really cool guy. Stud. Like yeah. he's really you. You put the professional baseball side of him away, and it's like this is just a cool guy. He's got cool thoughts. He's got good things to say. He's he's very focused on his life and and his family and and what he's trying to do, mm. and like people can relate to that. Then then you bring in the professional baseball player, the big leaguer, the a very well known name here in St. Louis, and it's like I'm gonna listen to this. Mm. You know, it brings value. That's the biggest thing. It, it'll impact people and and a guy like that because we do have a a portion of our audience that is younger. You know, like 20 or under. Some of them still playing sports, like they hear a guy like that talking about how how meaningful and how important hard work is, and be like, wow, you know, he's 35, 36, whatever he is, 
he's still in the cage hitting four times a week. I'm I'm too tired and I'm 17 years old to go hit once a week. Mm. What's that going to say? Yeah. Here's a guy trying to earn his way back into the big leagues, and you're a guy in high school that's that's too tired to go hit even once a week. Mm. You know, like I get it. You're in high school. Sometimes things happen. Okay, you're, you're a guy that's too tired to work on your craft after five o'clock. Right. What you want to do after five o'clock? You you want to have a good yeah. physique, but you're not willing to work for it. Yep. You know, so so anyway, like that's an example of how another example of how our podcast does that. I think one, and maybe you're going this direction with your next point, but our men's nights, you know, in real in person impact. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know, and and About like you, being a man. Yeah, like you say in the intro, we we do not come to those guys as all right, guys. We're above you. You have to listen to what we say. Like that would be that would be asinine. But we, when we have our meetings, not like our, our more fun nights, like activity nights where we go play football and things like that, which is just as important, we yeah. believe. Continuing to cultivate competitiveness. Yes, because yeah. there's a whole lot of men's groups in the areas. We've been to, been to multiple others that don't do things like that. That's an example of how we copy what works, but we put our own spin on it. Okay, So that's exactly how mm -hmm. that fits into those points that we talked about. But like you just said, to continue to get that competitive edge out in a fun way. It's yeah. not like we're out there hitting each other on the football field, well, you know. Well, yeah, you did run over one of our poor younger guys. No, that was, oh, no, that was, was Connor. Connor. <laughs> Connor. Yeah, my bad. My no, bad. You're good. Yeah, um, Connor just trucked yeah. through. Oh but, man. Um, you know, it's it's still yeah. Are we talking shit to each other and having fun? Absolutely. 100%. That's that's what we guys. That's what us guys do. And anybody who you know? says that's not the case that that shit talk is somehow like toxic masculinity uh, go go back to your your comic books yeah or, or come out to one of our meetings and tell me you're not going to laugh and have fun and smile exactly you know so not only that but then when we have our meetings we we come up with a general idea for the discussion and we give our thoughts and we we kind of lead into the discussion but then it's a very it's very much an open discussion about whatever that topic yeah. is for that night you know, and, it's not robotic. And you and I also look to the the older guys in the group, like the JTs and the Connors, who are consistently showing up for us and helping us, mm. and in ways leading us as well. You know, absolutely. We look to those guys for different perspectives because then we have guys that are 18 years old that are in the exact same group who have a different perspective or can learn from them. Mm. You know, so that I think that is especially our biggest way that we cultivate that impact that the that the question's asking about, you know? And then I think last thing for me anyway here, personally, is if we're gonna train people, if we're gonna coach people, we have to be able to to do the movements that we ask them to do. We have to be able to follow a diet like we're gonna ask them to do. We have to and it and it's, you know, as we we've talked to our clients, both prospect clients and current clients, you know, we, we don't get down to this strict diet. Hey, you have to eat this at this time, eat this at that time, or else. Like, no. Here's a few. Here's a here's a group of food. Pick three or four things that you like. Okay, now we're going to go to work, and we're going to advise you on that. You know, we're not we're not nutritionists, so we're not going to write down yeah. direct plans, but we can give advice. Um, but basically, my overarching point there is personally, like, we have to live the life that we are trying to preach to those people. Mm. And if we can't do that, we are frauds. Yeah, great way to say it. You know, and I, I want to I wanna say off that too. Again, we don't we do not do much of this, but one-on-one -on -one training is still open. We haven't talked about it much, but if you're looking for one-on-one -on -one training, even if you want to have a conversation with us over that 15- or 30-minute call, we're open for it. So mm -hmm. you guys let us know on that. 
that's something we're not, you know, we're not coming to you as some kind of salesman or something like that. That's just not our style, really. We're coming to provide value. If you want to talk about it, cool. Right. And get your results. And get your results because that's going to happen for sure. Right. If both of us cover our back ends of it, we're going to take care of it. And we I, cover our fifty percent. They cover our 50, They cover their fifty percent. It's going to happen. Exactly. Results are going to happen. And I think also the way we're we're structuring our training is we're also using and relying on our connections. We're not scared to go tell people to go to S two, and one if we have specific mm-hmm. supplements that maybe we want them to start taking or whatever, then okay, that makes it simple enough. But we're not scared to tell them like, hey, go into S two, ask about different things that might work for gut health, things like that, or okay, you're not taking a multivitamin right now. I think that would be really good for you. Go in S2, ask them about their different multivitamins that they have to offer, yeah. and whatever one fits best for you financially or what you what you need best or whatever. So we're not scared to also use our connections because we would be we would be ridiculous to not do that, you know? To keep everything, like, close to our chest, yeah. or so to speak. you have to go to Walmart to get your test boosters. Okay. <sighs> well, <sighs> I can guarantee oh, you they're man. not going to work. Or, or they're going to give you cancer. Or <laughs> yeah, some, literally. Or something. Yeah. Yeah, who knows? Or or we would almost be unethical in a way to send them to a grocery store like that or to a Walmart. Be like, yeah, get that protein that's there. When we they're know, not going to be dosed properly either. Though. When we know yeah. damn well that the products that we not only use but that we believe in that something like an S2 carries, it doesn't even have to be first form. As much as we talk about them, as much as we do use first form, but there's other products that we believe in we would almost be out of bounds to not suggest those things. You know what I mean? Yeah. Knowing that those products are going to be better than the cheaper ones. Like, I get it. Yeah. Some of those are going to be more expensive, but you're paying for quality. It's like it's like a the people who buy, like, the $30 bag of 120 servings, protein oh, yeah. and whatnot. Yeah. And then they're like, dude, you know, I, I took a shit four times <laughs> yesterday because of this. It's like, no, duh. Yeah, I yeah, wonder why. I wonder why That's your stomach's crazy. blown up because of that. <laughs> I could have told you that one. Right. I would have talked to you right. about that. Like... <laughs> <laughs> Mitch is just struggling over yeah. there. Po- poop is so funny, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, come Co- on, dude. Well, come on, Mitch, what are you about to say? Go ahead. I'm just dying laughing thinking about all the horror stories of the mass gainers that Jim Bros have oh. known the year. <laughs> a twelve hundred calorie scoop, <laughs> dude. That just sounds miserable. <laughs> I'm so glad that when I started taking supplements, that I I knew exactly what to look for, <laughs> and like, holy cow, twelve hundred calories! Like that literally like, still dr- exists. Chug it down in thirty seconds too <sighs> in the shaker bottle, and you're just pounding twelve hundred calories in thirty seconds. Oh man. Yeah, my gut's not been feeling great lately. Yeah, really. I always feel bloated after I drink my protein (laughs) shake. It might have something to do with putting down over a thousand calories in about thirty seconds. Yeah, (laughs) might it might have something to do with that? I don't know. I might be crazy. Yeah, Uh, we might be nuts for that. Would be like eating three or four pieces of pizza in thirty seconds. (laughs) Like it's the same idea. Just inhaling them, (laughs) vacuuming them up straight up. (laughs) Like, like just that's a great analogy because it's like. Bro, yeah, it's pretty obvious why it's bothered. Right. Like right. this, this is why we even say this is why we don't like gatekeep the fact that we like S two and first form, even no, though not they're not paying us money or whatever. No. Because the fact that we don't want you to go to the Walmart brands and all that stuff right. because they're gonna screw you up just because it's cheaper. Yeah. Okay. Trust like, me. Again, we have an understanding that cheaper isn't always better. No, no, <laughs> not when it comes to things that you're putting in your body. Yeah. 
Like, seriously. You know, can you get away with cheaper, like, multivitamins and things like that? Okay, there's some. There's some. But if you're talking a protein or or any number of supplements, a pre-workout, things like that, I mean, some of the cheap pre-workouts that oh, are out there, no. they are not helping you, you with your about, workout. You want to talk about heart palpitations? Heart palpitations. I mean, you're you're going to be unfocused. You're mm-hmm. just going to feel jittery. you feel and, anxious as hell after yes, the workout. Yes, yeah. yeah. And it's like... I get it. It was $25 for 40 servings at Walgreens. It, like, cause that's a real thing. I, no, it's I like, know. It's like, yeah, I yeah. get it. I yep. get it. And, and it's not your fault because maybe you just don't know. But here is why I'm telling you to maybe buy the $50 one that's maybe 30 servings. Uh-huh. I get it. It's more expensive. You're getting less um, servings. However, if you want your lifts and your workouts to be that much better, like, this is the route to go, mm. you know? So, yeah. Anyway. Providing value. Really, really good question right there. Those yeah. are just a few examples of how we um, you know, cultivate that impact um, through the podcast, through our business, through our men's nights, and then personally as well. But, uh, guys, that's going to be episode 109. Really, really solid episode. If you try to be for everyone, you will be for no one. Mm. It's an overarching idea there. Um, I do apologize that we rambled like three or four times there about some random things, but that's what you get here. The rambling's hilarious, though. It is funny. Yes. And again, if you don't have a sense of humor, you're on the wrong podcast. Yeah, I'll be, exactly. I'll be completely honest with you. Exactly. Because we're also bringing value, but it's also like, we're humans. Yeah. We're, we're three 25 and under dudes. Yeah. I don't know what you expect. Yeah. Like, we laugh at shit jokes and stuff and, like that. And like, we're, we're three six two and under dudes as well. You and I are six two or over, and then he's under. Hmm. That's kind of a weird way to phrase that. Yeah, I was trying to be funny. It just didn't yeah. work. Mm-hmm. Chirp, chirp, chirp. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Whew. <laughs> tough, tough hit for the end of the episode there. All right, guys. <laughs> Final note, as always, please share the show. Okay, share it to your Instagram stories. Uh, if you listen or if you watch on YouTube, take a picture of your screen. Put that on your Instagram stories, on your Facebook stories. Text it to your friends and family. Talk to people about it, okay? Yep. Again, the the Dr. White episode has been going nuts. Because everybody was talking to each other about it. And that is because everyone, even today at the S2 event, um, you you had walked away, Gable, but Mitch and I had a lady come up to us, introduce herself, and was like, I'm Mm -hmm. a big fan of your podcast. I heard about it from Dr. Wyatt, and it's just like, that is awesome. I mean, Mitch and I, we stood there for a second, and it's just like, I'm getting goosebumps right now. It was like, that, that is so cool. That is so, so cool. So, guys... Please share the show, share the Instagram reels if you enjoy it, if you get something out of it. If you don't get something out of it, which I find hard to believe, then by all means, don't share it, okay? But we purposely pick the clips that we do to to give out value, give out information, maybe give out a laugh. So we just ask that you please share the content that we put out. It's free. It doesn't cost you anything. um, And it really, really does a lot of good for us. So keep that up, guys. And until next time. Peace and love. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen.